Welcome to Try Not to Blink, a show about the ups, downs, ins, and outs of those who live the optometry lifestyle. Of course, we want to thank our amazing sponsors, the people at Valley Contacts who have made this podcast possible. They're awesome people, and of course, they are makers of the oh-so-incredible custom-stable scleral lens. In case you're wondering, my name is Dr. James Diem. I'm on the East Coast, and of course, I am joined by my awesome co-host, Dr. Roya Habibi. We are really excited to share with you a previously recorded podcast that we did at the American Academy of Optometry in 2018, where Roy and I sat down with Dr. Thomas Gosling from Hoya and Dr. Sandra Hammond from Essilor. These two brand ambassadors shared their insight and knowledge about all things spectacle lenses. We talked about anti-reflective coating. We talked about progressive lenses. We talked about multiple lens sales. This was a awesome conversation. We know you're going to enjoy it. So let's get right into the recording. Enjoy. We always like to cover like a one non-optometry topic that we kind of, you know, sometimes we organically find it, sometimes we bring it up. So we've done the keto diet before, and it's that's a huge thing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, just eat bacon and avocados, and you're yeah. just going to lose weight. <laughs> and um, so that's it's an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, my wife and I are talking about uh, Weight Watchers right now, and actually she started doing it. And it's really just about being mindful, right? A lot of these yes. things, just mm-hmm. being making mindful decisions. So yep. anyway, uh, next question. We ask all of our uh, our contestants this, and uh, you know it's very important. It says a lot about who you are, Quickly. and we will judge you. Oh, yes. um, so, what is your spirit animal? Bonus points if I know mine. Yes, uh, you, go ahead. Okay. What is it? I'm a butterfly. Yes. Now, now just that was that important. Out. Hey, I know. Animal? I know what I am. That <laughs> is exactly. You're just calling your. I know. You don't get it, but a, a butterfly is. Animal. But actually, I'm going to do a. Sh- I'm going to a shaman training in two weeks. Who are you? And I'm going to have a shaman. At actually confirm that you know i think a shaman in person is much better than a google quiz or a facebook (laughs) quiz but i'm a butterfly yeah tell us why because i um i i don't want to i love flight i love the air i love to fly yes and i love constant change well thank you (laughs) love constant change okay give me change bring it on Yes, and um, I like I to it. I like to feel the wind under my wings. Dang. My goodness, good luck, oh, man. Mic drop. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. You're, you're, you're definitely going to suck this. Good. Or okay. Can I go home now? <laughs> Can I go I leave the building? You're good. Say yeah. Mic drop, butterfly. See ya. Good. Mic drop. My last name is Gosling. And I don't know if you know what a yes, gosling is. Oh, I thought he was going to go with the Ryan. I don't know what it is. What is a gosling? A gosling is a baby goose. Really? So a duckling is a, a baby duck. A gosling is a baby goose. I didn't know that. So in flight. Do you feel you're that? <laughs> we yeah. share that. I like to fly and spread my wings. Glide like in, in, a, in a pattern arrow. Dang, you. You know, Thomas. It's, it's, this is a really interesting Showed thing we do up. because, I mean, it does. It tells you a little bit about the person. But there is a really interesting social thing that we all have about flight. You know, right. like so many people pick creatures or animals that allow you to fly. And I just think that that act is just something that us as humans want to do yeah, so but much. But I've got to ask uh, him, do yeah. those goslings 
kill butterflies? <laughs> now we're getting to the battle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Only in North Africa. Uh, okay. The southern <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, lens people are cool. Exactly. I love Man. them. Awesome. So what, what else? Do you have any other ones? We good. I think we, I mean, they're, they're prepped. We might, they're we prepped. might they're ask a couple up. other things They're warmed here. up and ready to All go. All right, good. So let's get into the meat and potatoes. Who doesn't like a good battle? That's what we're looking for here. So two great acts right now. Essilor, Hoya. The top. The top. I yeah, mean, really. does it get any better? We want to bring perf- you competitors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, actually, since you brought it up, okay, we, we were just... Uh, Oh, blowing we're gonna this go idea. There? We're going to do, do it right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we, we were there. just doing it a little bit ago, and it's actually a lot of fun. You guys both know what rapping is, correct? Yeah, but so, not, not presents. Not presents. Okay. Rap, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to rap, not yeah. sing. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. So I'd like you to do, just to get to know you and your brand a little bit, uh, and, and <laughs> let's keep it nice. Let's not attack the other one at all. But I'd like a, a quick little rap about your uh, something, anything in with Hoya and anything with Essilor. And go. Thomas, it. drop that beat. Boom. My name is Thomas. Here's your home, miss. I tell you that I promise. Hoya's there on your area. Tell me that won't. I'm not sure about the quality oh of that. Oh my god, that was Sound-wise, so good. Like but the quality <laughs> of the words. We didn't know if you'd actually do point. it, and we're very impressed. <laughs> good luck with that one. I mean, he, you, Listen, you, you really Hoya nailed it with the butterfly. Just went up on my list, like but, huge. But now, like huge. So she'll put butterfly in there and she'll rock it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. But just mm. know. Okay, yeah. I don't have that beat. That's so. okay. I could give you one. My name is Sandra, and try not to blink. I'm going to talk to you all about Essilor and why we don't stink. <laughs> yes, We are number one, and we're proud to be helping people see and changing lives every day. Come listen to this podcast, and we'll show you and why we're number one. We'll have some fun along with Hoya uh, and my friend Tom. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the crowd goes nuts. Ooh, that was cheers. fun. That was really, really Stop. good. That was awesome. I've never rapped. Listen, you guys <laughs> never <laughs> rap. She just, you know, wow, awesome, oh, wow, right? Wow, that was wow, that was wow, really wow, good. Wow, 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 wow. Well, I I think we pretty much covered everything, folks. Um, right there. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, right, so we're let's done let's now. go ahead and jump into some of the questions here. Okay, so. First question, we'll, we'll put this in rounds. Here's round one, okay? Bing, bing. First question. With the ever-growing focus on medical optometry and the associated things of doctors, like, focusing more of their time and energy into medical practice and whatnot, how do you keep lenses sexy? Drop that sexy word. And, and I think, you know, especially as it relates to new grads and, you know, even practicing doctors. But, you know, you come out of school, right? Yep. You want to be a doctor. You, and that you means get a ton treating of optical. disease, right? Mm-hmm. So what – and I, I say that not – you know, it's not – it doesn't have to be that way. So what do you think? Let's start with Essilor. Okay. Just look at me. Don't I epitomize sexy? That's back. right. She's look bringing at, sexy back. Look at these lenses and frames. I just want they everyone awesome. that to se- see how awesome and your frames did are you, right Hey, now. can we put my boots on <laughs> yeah. also? Yeah. I'm wearing cowboy Outfit boots of the from day? San Antonio, Texas. Oh, I love it, love it. Okay, yeah. so to make it sexy, I think optometrists have got to be sexy. Yeah. Okay. Not just think a lens is sexy. 
I think they need to see what's going on in the world of fashion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they need to see what's going on in the world of, of just the world, period. Yeah. And um, I also think that we've got to surround ourselves with people that get it. Yes. That can help us. Because a friend of mine said it takes a team nowadays. So to keep them sexy, number one, stay abreast of new things. Learn what new lenses are out there. We've both got great new products out. Uh, transitions is sexy for that younger generations with all the new style colors and mirrors. Right. But, but I believe we just have to stay current. And optometrists sometimes have a tough time doing that. And I don't believe we use the adjective sexy with optometrists a whole lot. Do you think so, Dr. Tom? No, I don't. Sexy I don't. doesn't always roll off the tongue easy for a... Yeah, but no, you know it's what? not. But, but we, I think we need to be. Right, we need I to say it more. I think it's sexy to be sexy. I mean, who doesn't want sexy. a great pair of glasses on that make a fashion statement and, yeah. and enhance your looks? But okay. we've I lost like that. that focus, and I don't think we're teaching it in our schools. Sure, I think we need to bring sexy back to the schools yes. and teach them how to, sexy to to practice with integrity, full scope, which right. includes prescribing the best lenses Absolutely. and the best frames. I mean, Love realistically, it. everyone who's coming to us may have glaucoma, may have macular degeneration, but they're complaining that they can't see. That's why they're coming to us. They don't know that they got don't glaucoma. care about their problems. They, they want to functionally no. right. do their job, see their computers. So doctor, give, give us your answer here. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we covered a lot of stuff, but yeah. you know, what I do you mean, think? I, I, we were talking earlier, and I mentioned that I practiced in uh, Wisconsin, in Green Bay, at a right. large ophthalmology clinic, the largest yep. ophthalmology clinic north of Milwaukee, wow. for 12 years. Wow. And, uh, you know, don't give me glasses. Here's your prescription. Go where you're going to go. Right. I'm just checking. I'm making sure there's no medical problems going on here. Treat right. my medical conditions. That's all I left optometry school aiming for was medical, medical, medical. Right, right. right. Well, passes uh, you know, another year. I'm in Denver, Colorado. I bought my own practice. Yeah. I have my own practice from an optician. I bought it. And I need to learn products. Yep. Right. So in a very short period of time, I learned how to become more of a master optician. I knew, I learned awesome. that 70% of what's coming out of my optical is what's feeding my practice. Yep. Right. And so this is where, this is a big game turner. So I really started learning products, hence the reason why I'm with Hoya. I, I understand products now. So the key is, though, in a very short period of time, especially over the past 10 years, the world has changed. The first smartphone came out 11 years ago. The first tablet came out seven years ago. We think these devices have been part of our life for the longest period of time. Right. It's hard but to think about that without it. have only been along for a very short period of time. Great point. And the demand on our eyes has increased dramatically because of this. And we have products to help our patients. Yep. And these patients are millennials. And millennials are where we What's need to up? really make it sexy. I like it. Okay. So this is the group that we really need to put a focus on, especially with our new lens designs, our new boost lenses. Millennials to allow, like that attention. They, I'll just say that. They love the attention. And if they get the attention, well, I mean, this is why we they have won't a leave. They so do. people could see me. There I'm we go. Like exactly. <laughs> this is Keep the, talking you to me represent, like that. Like <laughs> you definitely uh, represent the largest generation in the workforce. And smartest. 57 million That's of smart. you guys exist. <laughs> and your intelligence and your knowledge oh, allows you to reach much the best. Yeah, the, I think we're the hardest working generation. Oh, right. and the biggest spenders coming up as being the biggest spenders. So yeah. it's talking about the frames and talking about the, the, the sexiness and the look. Yeah. But not yeah. only that, no, but I the like benefit it. of bringing lenses that have designs that are designed to help allow, alleviate digital eye strain. Love that. And the stresses and the accommodative. So effects. you're going into something that we're going to jump right into the next. Perfect. I love yeah. your no. answers. Really, really Round good. Round two. Ding, Take ding, it ding, away. Ding, 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 ding. So. 
blue light conversation is everywhere. Some, you know, and I find some people will have you believe that blue light is just going to burn right through your brain. You know, you don't look, you're gonna, it's going to burn through your brain. You know, I got to get something. Um, so we actually did a podcast earlier in the year associated with children's health and screen time guidelines and recommendations from, you know, the American Pediatric Association. That's still pretty nebulous. So what are you doing to combat blue light? We're going to start with Hoya. Well, especially in Denver. Uh, for every 1,000 feet you increase in elevation, you increase UV and blue light by 8%. Is that oh. right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So at that elevation, that. It's, fact, it's much everyone. more That's important for me to discuss this topic with my patients. So first of all, we've got to take into consideration a few factors. Is there a family history of macular degeneration? Okay. Are they a smoker? Okay. What kind of diet are they, do they have? Okay. Are they eating their green leafy vegetables? Right. You know, how much time are they spending outdoors? Are they wearing sunglasses? There's a, big, there's a bunch of factors that are involved in finding out what I'm going to do and what I'm going to discuss with my patients. Okay. But like I mentioned, for majority of blue light damage occurs between birth and 18 years of age. These are the people that I'm very concerned about, and these are our young children. This is where I discuss with them photochromics, because photochromics actually give the best coverage overall. Is that right? Outdoors, okay. in full active, um, uh, active, in its active state, right. it reduces 95% of the blue light. Wow. And indoors, that little residual tint, it's going to block out about 20% of the blue light. So as far as any product goes out there, this is going to give the best coverage indoors and outdoors, especially for my younger patients. It's interesting what you just said. Uh, I do not talk about blue light at all. As a function of being outside. Yeah. That's where you get the majority of the blue light. It's, Ever. It's 50 to 100 so, times more powerful. Interesting. Do you, do you, is that something you talk about? I, Am I, I just actually, an idiot? I feel probably na- naive, but I should. I mean, yeah. I do recommend sunglasses all the time. But, okay. So, and of course, and both it's of you have trans, you know, light color changing uh, lenses, you know. We're so, in the sensities right here. Sensities and transition. Transitions. Right? Yeah, yeah. Both fantastic lenses, and yeah, that's so. Those are those are sensities, These and do you have a coating shiny. on the lens? Yeah, you can see it has a copper coating. So this becomes a mirrored sunglass when it's um, outdoors. I need to oh, try okay. that. Right. I want to know this cool. mirrored cool. business. Very, very mm-hmm. cool. All right, so let's hear your blue light pitch here. What's what's going on with Sandra blue light in Essilor? Oh, so many. We started doing research, and we were the first company and one of the only optical companies several years ago okay. to actually research what blue light does. You started the conversation. We yes. appreciate it. Yes. Yes, we and appreciate we, it. And we didn't have a lot of people sign up to let us blast their eyes, so we used pig retinas. Poor okay. Guys. Because swine or porcine is very close uh, to human eyes. Okay. Sure. Sure. And we did find that there was cell death at okay. certain wavelengths. Okay. Now, can we extrapolate that to the human population? You know what? We can. Okay. Uh, I would rather be safe than sorry. Just like he said, we haven't had digital devices in use the way they are now. We're averaging going up an hour addition um, each year in digital device use. Wow. And um, so we are so confident that blue light is detrimental to the health of our eyes, that all of our premium Verilux progressives contain something called a smart blue filter. Okay. We actually invented Provencia, which um, um, actually um, is a blue filter also that could be added on. But Transitions, which I'm wearing, has blue light filtration okay. in it. Interesting. But I think the big problem, it's not us. It's not companies. No, you guys are We've got the help. products. Yeah. It's doctors not talking about it. Absolutely. Doctors not understanding it. And talking to parents and being aware of this. 
So how do we change that? Well, one is work with the person you partner with. Yeah. Your industry that you partner with, whether it be Hoya or Essilor, work with your representatives. Absolutely. And I don't like to call them reps. Don't call me a rep. Don't call me a vendor. I don't like that. What can we what call you? you? Like a partner. partner. A partner. Educator. Right. Yes. And an educator. An educator. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Educator. We're not yeah, selling like anything to We're anybody. not. No. We're and educated. and you know what? We there educate. needs to be more education. So, you know, in that. that in that realm, that. Uh, I'd like to ask because, you know, we, you and I were just talking um, about education and uh, I'm a, in a private practice, practice owner. And one of the things that we, uh, you know, have a difficult time with is um, hiring uh, new opticians in particular and educating them to be on the cutting edge of what's going on. And you know what? It's complicated. It is. And, and the other thing that's complicated is all the wonderful products that you have and placing them and having those discussions. So what support um, do you have? We'll, so, cause we're doing back and forth here uh, on the question. So what kind of support do you have to reach out to offices to help them learn about these types of things? Uh, at Essilor, we've got some great programs. I want to start with optometrists. Let's start there. We okay. have a program called CEOD. To help you as an optometrist become essentially the MBA of your office. Okay. Um, it's um, a very, um, it's, it's new. Cool. We haven't been doing this a long time. I think it started about a year and a half ago. But we've got people graduating and having great results cool. to awesome. help you have a better command of your practice. We also have a program called Management Development Training. And um, we that is more for your office um, managers cool. or someone in the management team building in your office. It's also a great program. Um, they can come in to Dallas, or they do come into Dallas. And um, actually, they graduate, and we have a capstone event. Cute. And they learn everything from reading a P&L to frame board management, um, so many different things awesome. or that. And then we offer free to all students online courses through ECP University. Okay, cool. And we do, we can help you and your practice uh, get your um, dispensers and your staff ABO licensed. We have an ABO prep course for that. Awesome. So um, I think you just need to reach out. Right. Hopefully to your Partners. local rep and your partner and us, and we'd be happy to help you in any awesome. way. Awesome. Lots Absolutely. of tools yes. I wasn't aware of. What about yes. at Hoya? What kind of... Uh... We have similar to- tools, yeah. pretty much. Uh, we have uh, Empower You, okay. which, again, is uh, an accredited uh, for getting CE courses for going online. I think you mentioned that you make it mandatory for your staff to we take do. these courses. Yeah. Um, or else they're terminated after three months. And, and, That's and right. And you start utilizing this in uh, environments where... Uh, Opticianary is not licensed. It really is beneficial in teaching these opticians to these future opticians to really learn the practice uh, quickly and efficiently. Right. Uh, so I think that's a fantastic tool. Um, the cool thing is that we have a lot of um, dispensing tools that really help educate not only the opticians but also the patients. Uh, we have a thing called the HVC Viewer. It, you know, when, when you give a 25-year-old a piece of paper and try to explain to a 50-year-old what a progressive is going to do, and they're sitting there going, <laughs> okay, this is what it is, and they draw out their little lines and all this. Like, <laughs> yeah. They've never worn a progressive, so how in the world are they, are they going to expect yeah, right. somebody, totally. their first progressive, really going to get it? This is really cool. It's a virtual, uh, in real time, you can actually show them what it looks like through the progressive. That's you can awesome. actually dial in the prescription. You cool. can show them what it looks like through a standard progressive versus a premium pro- pro- progressive, too. 
then you can go to anti-reflective coatings. You can show them what it's like without anti-reflective coating, what it's nice. with, Brilliant. how it scratches, how water beads up. I mean, these visual tools change the, the whole means around and, and the fact that because I hear my opticians, they'll say, do you want that AR coating that uh, it's going to help with, uh, with screens and it's going to help with nighttime driving and it's going to be $140? And then the, the patient just goes, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, either no or it's going to be like, what am I buying again? What is this going to do? Yeah, yeah. But when you show them, it flips it around to where they actually look at that and they go, how much do I have to pay yeah, to right. get that? I want that. Yeah. Can we really quickly talk about... When you see someone, especially like a politician or a or an actress AR? without AR, yeah, it does it drive you nuts? Yeah. I want to just reach you the screen and be like, "I'm sorry, uh, no one's there for you." Yeah, but look, <laughs> Why didn't he's wearing help reflective you? lenses today, so mirrors are kind of cool. Mirrors so, are cool, but, but uh, there's nothing better, in my opinion, for clarity than the best non-glare, non-glare coating. If you look at if you look at Europe, 97 percent of the population wears AR. Why? Yeah. What's the difference? Why because are they, they so good at it? Because they understand it. They know it. They, they get when, it, and they are told with, by an optician that they need this. Yeah. They listen to them because they know that they're not trying to sell them something. It's something they need. Okay. United States, 57% of the population wears AR. So when I was talking to a European uh, uh, colleague Colleague, about this, he said, he goes, goes, in in Europe, no, you guys cannot wear these these lenses indoors. No. He goes, but in America, I think maybe your population could because you guys are so used to glare that... uh, Uh, Why do you think even, like, why is it available to even make it without? Why don't we just make every lens with it? It's almost that's the way it is in Europe. I mean, I really right. do believe that bundling is a really a key thing in my office too. Is that this I try not to make right? It's a package deal. You know what? I, you really need it, so I'm right. not going to really make you go without it. I'm right. going to give it to you in, in a package. Right. Cool. Do you do you prescribe from the exam room, Jimmy? We do, and uh, we have little forms that we use, like little sheets that we you know use and. Kind of like a prescription, you yep. know, and and so we say, you know, you're going to get this, you're going to get this, you're going to get this. These are the reasons why you're doing this. We call our optician into our room and we make the handoff in the room. It's That's something, right. you know, that um, I think, you know, you, both of you a- advocate for. I think Essler initially was the one who who recommended that and taught us on it. Um, I think Hoya's, uh, you know, continued that conversation, you know, in our practice um, that that we're that we're doing now, but. But um, that's what that's what we do, and and I'll tell you, you know, I could be better at it. Um, you know, it's something that really requires uh, um, you got to marry yourself to that idea. Um, but when you do it, it definitely works better when you do that. I think There's no question for about me, it. The one thing that I always do, and I'm a low hyper rope. This is a plus fifty power. I tell every single patient that's getting a first pair of glasses, or is a low hyper rope, or even a very low myope. If you don't get, if you are going to buy glasses, do not buy them unless they have a coating on it because it's going to be worse with it, basically. And that's the, my biggest thing. And I mean, of course, I talk about other things, which is a perfect segue into digital progressives. All right. Do, Next do, round. Do. Da, da, da. It seems every time you turn the page, there is a new design, a new digital progressive available. And within each of your companies, I know there's, of course, multiple options. How do we keep them straight? And how so do we communicate them. the message to the patient? Okay? Well, first of all, we've got to realize, realize that technology has really changed in a very short period of time here also as far as lens development goes. Right. Freeform technology has only been out for about five, six years here. 
Now these algorithms and our ability to, to surface these lenses down to one one-hundredth of a diopter allows us to have a lot more creativity Crazy. in lens design. So now you're starting to see um, different work lenses designed for different distances. Now we're really starting to be able to create lenses for lifestyles. Not just one standard lens that fits all. I love the workspace lens. It's a, the record. I, and it, I wear my space lens 90% of the time because that's what I wear it in the office. And I even wear it for driving. I, my, I don't this, know what this is. What it's, is it? It's a lens that's designed for computer use and looking beyond. Further. Okay. So when I'm in the exam room, I'm, I'm, t- I'm on my computer, I'm talking to my patient, and I go out, I'm looking at the optical. I mean, that's my world for nine hours of the day. Right. But then when I get home, I'm watching TV, which is not 20 feet away, and I'm on my computer with my laptop with my phone next to me, and I'm alternating between all these different screens. And right. this gives me the most relaxation. So the beauty of it is that we have lenses designed for each task. I know my task. That's where space fits in best. But I know that there's people working on dual screens. We know that you're 80% more efficient if you're on a dual screen. Therefore, if we give them a lens called a screen, in our case, it's great for those dual screen um, users that are on the computer for 8 to 10 hours a day. Every one of my patients, I ask lifestyle questionnaire. First of all, symptoms of digital eye strain. Do you have any of these? Second, how often are you on your phone, a tablet, a computer? Are you reading? Do you have trouble sleeping at night? And how many yes. hours a night do you sleep? And then I like to ask, do you have any hobbies? What are your hobbies and what do you like to do? And from that, immediately I can look at that and say, okay, you're telling me you're on your computer 10 hours a day and you're telling me you're sleeping for this amount, so you're awake for 16 hours. So if you're sleeping for 16 hours, if you're awake for 16 hours of the day and you're on your computer 10 to 12, isn't that your primary pair of glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the one we should really be talking about as your first pair and your second pair should be the one you take off after work? Yep. So the key is that now with freeform technology, we have the ability to design lenses task specific. So Interesting. our new Lifestyle 3 has three designs, outdoor, indoor, and urban. Cool. If you're doing more indoor work, you're going to be using the indoor lens. It has more of the reading area. Cool. Outdoor, just the opposite. And if you're someone that goes between the two, we have a balance. So now opticians, the goal is for them to understand that these are just tools and these freeform lens designs allow us to prescribe more personalized to that patient's lifestyle than ever before. Very interesting. Love Thank that. you. Well, um, we've got great lenses. We're the, we're we the world's leader um, in ophthalmic lenses. And I believe what sets us apart is innovation. And if you go over to our booth today... Yeah. Uh, you will check see. Out both, check yeah. out their booths if you're here. You check will see out. a brand new Feropter. And it is not a click click Feropter. Okay. Um, it will be available next year. It's in pre launch right now. And I believe even if we can, in the laboratory, process a lens to one one hundredth of a doctor, right. we better start by being able to get the prescription correctly to one one-hundredth of a doctor. Wow. Very interesting. So I'm not going to talk about the X lens that I'm wearing and all of its benefits. I want to tell you what happened to me yesterday. Okay. Okay. Um, I had some free time, and I hadn't played with this new Feropter, and I was wearing a brand-new pair of glasses that I maybe had had on three days. So I said, hey, do a refraction. Here on the show floor, you know, right. you yeah. wouldn't think it would be the ideal situation. Right. Now, my colleague back in Kentucky that I graduated with had refracted me about two weeks ago, did a doggone good job. And I was wearing those lenses. They came out of our lab, and they were brand new. But I got this refraction yesterday, and what is so cool, it's a real-world refraction. 
and it simultaneously adjusts sphere and cylinder together. You're not looking at letters and numbers. You're actually looking at, there's a dot pattern, but uh-huh. at the very end, which is what doctors, that's what it's all about, getting us to see the very clearest. Right. He said, here is what you were wearing, Sandra. Here is what we're finding oh, yeah. today. Yep. And I was looking at a street view of cars and buildings, and there was no question in my mind it was better. Wow, Super cool. very interesting. So now, not only do we have the ability to manufacture lenses to one one-hundredth of a doctor, but we have a system to also be able to prescribe one one-hundredth of a doctor. Very cool. What's and that I'm, called? Is it, does it have a name? Oh, oh, it's, it's secret. You have to go by the booth and oh. know the secret handshake. Oh. I, I went through it uh, at a... At a couple of months ago, and I was amazed at the accuracy. You're impressed? Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, Very we're cool. at booth 1055. 1055. Just go by and say, Dr. Sandra Hammond showed Love me the it. secret handshake. Yeah. And they will even... Ref- so, so I, I do agree. I think it's actually a butterfly symbol. Yeah, it's, uh, there we go. Uh-huh. We, we have all great products. That's awesome. And I'm not going to train you on those products here today. Sure. I no. just want to inspire you to reach out yeah. to your partner and the doctors are the ones that are missing and need to learn. Absolutely. And I bet we totally agree on that. Usually opticians, they're easy. Yep. But doctors need to understand sexy ophthalmic yes. lenses and sexy new equipment so that we can keep our patients sexy yes. and seeing into the future the very best it. they can. I love it. I love it. Let me ask you this. This Speaking is, um, yeah, let's, let's really talk about sexy. I have a problem with something. When I see someone... With a line trifocal, I literally want to puke. <laughs> and I, I can't, I just, I look at the person and I just say, you are someone I can't talk to. I can't even look at you. It, it just says, and, I, and I'm sorry, people that are yeah. out there, and you, you probably are in your head thinking you know a couple patients that are just stuck in their ways. Hopefully they don't know that, how to log on to a podcast. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> Come on now. Hopefully That's not. right. They, Hopefully they don't. You're right. So we can talk about them. No, you know. There's you need to be shamed a little bit if right? you're doing that. I'm a sorry. Trifle, because you've probably on. tried, uh, no offense, Costco's Progressive, and I can't ever wear Progressives again, so I must wear a, tri- a trifocal, my only option. But whose fault is it? The patient? No. Huh? Huh? No, some yeah. of, well, the some of them are so embedded in their ways. That but they, whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? They, well, you know they what they once tried it, and then they, I have to go back. And but you know no, what they're, they're usually ninety-five you know what years old. Students and doctors are taught when somebody's comfortable in something, don't change. It, right? You guys were totally, both taught. We that. were taught that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. Totally disagree. Is that not yeah. true? Remember, yeah, I'm a butterfly. I love change. And if no. the brain's not happy with what it's coming in, it's not going to like it. Right. No. I love when you do force somebody. I think about this in terms of like something I've done recently, changing to contacts. Right, and contacts. All of a sudden, saying they say I've tried monovision before, I hated it, and then I'm like, "Well, cover your right eye," and they're like, "I can't see anything," but I love this. You know, when you push somebody out of their comfort zone, it's a little bit harder though when you're investing in glasses, right? Glasses aren't cheap, especially when you look at the price tag of a trifocal versus a progressive, especially a digital progressive. Actually, the She's warranty on our premium progressives is better than that flat top trifocal. So when you get into warranty, we want our patients to be happy. We yeah. want a completely good way. That's a good way to 
completely satisfied and right. raving patients. So we'll take care of that. If okay. it doesn't work, we don't want it stuck in front of a patient. So not a right. line trifocal, but any anything in the optical industry, if you had a magic wand, a butterfly wand, that could get rid of it, just wipe it off the face of the planet. No patient would ever talk about it. You wouldn't have to manufacture it anymore. What would it be? Hoya. Well, um, that's a tough one. It is. Personally, I really feel I don't like those patients that come in and say, I can't wear a, a progressive no line. I'm going to have one pair of glasses for distance, and then I'm going to have one <laughs> pair of glasses for reading, and I'm going to have one pair of glasses for on the computer. Right. And they really think that they're going to walk around functionally, like going on, off, on, where's that one? And then, I mean, yeah. I do. I have people it's that have true. little pieces of string on them, and they, they color code them, and, and, yes. they, and they know what yes. their tasks are. But crazy. it drives me crazy. So that would but, be it. But that, that definitely is it. But I, again, I like I, that. It, when you said, like, the Costco pair of glasses that you just couldn't get used to once you put somebody in a progressive that again is guaranteed over a trifocal and they get used to it they can't go backwards to even conventional right. design lenses because freeform lens designs now are so great in their performance that the brain will be very uncomfortable in anything that they go backwards with yep an unhappy brain it would be is really cool brain. i mean we can show these visual diagrams on a computer but it would be really cool if, like, I can throw on a contact and show someone right away what a progressive contact looks like. It would be cool if you could have, like, a one eye, almost like a mono, monofocal, what is the thing that you hold up? Monocle. Monocle of what a progressive feels like or do something. We, that's what that, that app does yeah. on the HVC. Yeah. But it's still an app. Like, it's not what you're looking through your no, own actually, eye. You can look... You can aim it at anything you want. You see the photo out there. So I, I can demonstrate it for you after we're done, too. Okay, yeah, we'll check it out. Do. We'll yeah. check it out. So um, what's your uh, magic wand going to take away? Something we've really not discussed. I know we've all, we all love our premium progressives, and I love mine. It feels like completely natural vision. Cool. Uh, I have no swim, um, easy, no adaptation anymore. But we've not talked about materials. Yes. yes. There's some sucky materials. If yes. I, yes. if I, I think hear I CR39 oh. one more time. It's like nails coming down you know, a chalkboard. And CR39. after you've seen a traumatic <laughs> eye injury oh, yeah. from a CR39 lens that breaks into the eye, you tend to not like CR39 anymore. And there are so many people that are stuck on the old poly manufacturing. Poly. Oh, well, the base curve, and it was I couldn't wear it, and you know, like it, it, times have digital, changed. Yeah, right? Times have changed. So I would like to get rid of unsafe CR thirty nine lenses, and let's move up the totem pole. Yep. Okay, I like that. I like let's that. move on up. I like that. Answer a qu- quick question for me about glass. Is that Throw a it thing? Away. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Throw it away. Easy. It doesn't. I, no. I really don't see it in my practice, especially nowadays no. with our coatings being actually two times harder than yes. glass. Why would you not? Why would you want a product of that? Is that nature? the benefit of? I know glass optically is good. Is right? glass one of the best? optically? It is, superior? but also some people for scratching. Well, nowadays, you know, you look at Trivex, you look at different materials of this nature. I mean, the optics are, are right up there. But the, it's the lightness that you yeah. really are looking for. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah. It's, it's like it a is. three times more. Three times heavier. Yeah. Yeah. But you have like these, you know, 900 year old patients that come in with their photochromic <laughs> glass lenses and they say, listen, I want my photochromic glass. And you're like, we tell them we don't, you know, we can't, you know, can't get it. You're not going to do it. That's the beauty of the new ARs. I mean, again, yeah. being substrate matched, two times harder than glass. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed for two years, not the scratch. 
I mean, it's some dang, people, you know. A, but that would be one of the things that I would. Well, and with transitions, they shouldn't be in that old photochromic glass anyway, lens anyway, at all, right? Exactly. There's because too many now better with options. our self-tinting lenses, yeah. they have so many more options. And again, I think we can get your even your patients that are stuck in those old modes right. into new technology and have them love it. Love yep. it. We've just we as optometrists have got to do a much better job yep. in learning our products. And I know we need help. That's why I reach we out to help. your industry partners. That's what we're here to do, awesome. all of us. Well, I, and it shows that you're committed because you're here with us today. Yes. And also work with your staff yep. because even the best optometrist with a crappy staff is not going <laughs> to succeed. True. That's right. However, a great staff and a crappy optometrist can kind of hobble Get along. By. Actually, they'll, just, <laughs> yeah, they they'll probably be just fine. <laughs> so let us help you train your staff. Yep. Yeah. Let us help us train you yep. because you can do the best medical eye exam possible. But if you don't give them the best in ophthalmic lenses and the newest technology and get them the seeing the very best they can, you have done them a disservice. Amen. And you Ooh. are not practicing Singing. full Sister. scope optometry. I love Sandra. it. Let me ask you real quick, 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 because we're running a little low on time. But we do have time for a couple other well, things. Well, uh, can we? Can I get my? Yeah, go my ahead. Thing in? Yeah, I know. I just I talk so damn. Much. I want to say what I want to get rid of. Yeah, go ahead. I, maybe you guys might correct me, but, like, I really dislike dealing with poly. I don't like poly, polycarbonate. If we're going to talk about materials, let's just be frank. <laughs> I don't like dealing with it. I don't like... What don't I, you like about it? It scratches Abby. really easy. The vision, those are the weirdest vision problems to deal with because you're like, well, shit, did I do something bad? Like, did I refract them wrong? But they're so vague and wishy-washy, and then they got their glasses somewhere else, so I have yeah. no idea what the material is. So and what's your answer to that? What do you do with I that? I agree. I probably only have about 5% of my patients. It's all Trivex if I'm going to fit them in that for yep. the child. Yep. Obviously, if they have a high prescription, I'll go to Poly, depending on, on the aesthetics. But it's definitely the Abbey plays a role, and there's nothing worse than having a young child have poly intolerance and not really know it and possibly even be disrupting their vision. So oh, Trivex on everything. Absolutely. Not opposed to Trivex at all. I think it's a great material, but something I think we're missing out on. What? And I'm saying this a bit selfishly because I'm okay. a minus 10. I knew you. Are knew you a I minus, was a 10. A minus 10? I'm a 10. But our 174 uh, products, I believe that uh, they're an underutilized. And I love these. Uh, also, poly can be manufactured in different ways. And it, just like progressives, um, has better technology in the fabrication. And also, I would never sell poly without a non-glare coating. Right. But you may, um, it may be your source of poly because sure. all materials are not created differently. Do we agree I on agree that? that? Okay. And so, <laughs> okay. Um, don't give up on poly. I have, um, um, I've worked with offices that are 90-plus percent poly with okay. excellent adaptation. So we'll take them off the chopping block. Yes. Don't take poly Maybe off the chopping block. Maybe it a little. Yeah. Sure you're doing it right. There's a t but but listen, at least get to the poly level and not the CR39. Yeah. Yeah, right. Fair, and, fair. And, and look at your patient. Look at their prescription. Look at their demand activities. Look at the frame even. Um, so there's a lot of factors, but, you know, definitely... I know my realms and my opticians know the realms of where they start to grab for each different each uh, category yep. uh, index. Well, how about this? I think this may be one of the last questions, yeah. but let's, in your opinion, what is the next one big thing that you're excited about? 
I think I already know what Sanders is. You might have already said it, but maybe not. You got something else? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Whoever. So right now, the big thing is myopic control. Yep. It's oh. a it's a it's a it's a major epidemic yeah. right now, yeah. and it is growing. Yeah. And the ways of actually going out and trying to combat this are quite evasive. Using atropine, using orthokeratology, using soft contact lenses on these six to twelve year olds. Sure. We've come out with a new lens called MyoSmart. It was done. Uh, it was researched in uh, Hong Kong. Polytech in Hong Kong did a three year study. Cool. This lens looks perfectly clear when you look directly at them. It has a center nine point two millimeter uh, clear area with a 34 uh, millimeter treatment area with these little multi, uh, they're called little segments. There's little dims and they use peripheral to focus. Really? The study after three years had found 60% reduction in myopia. Wow. 60% reduction in axial length. And 21% of the participants after that three years had total cessation of their myopic progression in totality. 21% of them? Yeah, wow. totally. So this is the future because our children are on these devices, because the demands are so high on these kids. Yeah. It is against the law in China and in, and in uh, South Korea for a two-year-old to even look at the screen. And when I go to the airport and I see a, a little six-month-old with a father holding the... the yeah. Yeah. It, just, it makes you wonder. But this is the future where we really need to step up. And, yep. and this technology is not out in the United States yet, but we will sure. have it here that's eventually. Cool. In, I like in that. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, that's really What exciting. do we got? Well, when you say the future, I think of innovation. Yeah. And at Essilor, this year we were ranked number 23 on the top 100 most innovative companies. Wow. Just last week, uh, Strategic and Business rated us in the top 88 wow. in, uh, of cool. all innovation when it comes to companies. So we're constantly striving to keep up with what's happening in the future and have a solution to it. I totally agree 100% with my colleague, Dr. Gosling, that myopia control. I'm a high myope, people. Just look at me. Yeah. What if you were only a minus five? Oh, no. It would be better than a 10. Right. You could have and been a parrot yeah, instead of a I butterfly. Could, yeah. And, uh. You know, it's hard to fly with thick glasses <laughs> right. as a butterfly. Uh. That might be what's but holding I you back. But I do you know. believe in myopia. Con- I believe that that's a hot button right oh, now. Oh, gosh, yeah. And we're working on several different um um, new innovations at Essilor cool. to combat that. But I think the future for me is I think we've got to get back to a little bit of our roots. Today we've talked about new things and new products and new technology and new lenses and everything's new and digital and shiny and bright. Right. But I think our future is dependent on how we change and how we adapt to the modalities of the future yep. and how willing we are as optometrists to roll with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in Alabama last week working with the School of Optometry. They got this thing called Roll Tide. Yes. Well, I'm from UK. It's Go Cats. But I believe we I'm have a little to city start. Clemson, oh, oh, and we say Go Tigers. Uh, okay, so. Go Tigers. Uh. But I believe we have got to get back to the basics of understanding lenses ourselves being able to prescribe them confidently from the chair and know what we're talking about, not just say, Sally out front will help you pick out your glasses. Yeah. Or even yeah. worse, one of the worst I've had, did you want glasses today? Yeah. <laughs> we'll look at the board. We'll yeah. be over in a minute after we figure out your and insurance. And I think if we do that, then we're going to be providing a brighter future for our patients. Absolutely. I love it. I love being an optometrist. I love working with industry. I love the company. I love my colleagues. 
But I think we've got Kumbaya. to show the love, love to fest. our patients yep. by giving them the very best products into the future. Awesome. And we can do that, but we need your help. And we need optometrists to step up and Ooh. learn. And we have got, Ooh. we're here to help you. Look, thank Any you. Any industry. Thank you. Thank we'll you so you. much. I, you guys coming out here today was awesome. We didn't, you know, I think probably everybody in their throat was like, is this a good idea or not? Uh, you know, I was scared you of know, him. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> I was scared. I, mean, I don't look, know. I was scared. He that, knew that I was little, scared of him. Look, but now we're friends. Look, we're all we're in business. <laughs> you guys are in business. You are competitors. You know, there are certain things that, you know, one does, the other does, you know. The one does it, the other one doesn't do. But at the at the end of the day, we all need to help one another and elevate the profession, like you said. So coming here today in good faith, sharing this information with yes. everybody was a great service, and we appreciate that. Yes. And thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. We certainly yeah. enjoyed it. This awesome. was awesome. And uh, we need more of this. Absolutely. Um, I think um, Dr. Gosling and I both agree that we need to come together absolutely, Amen. and um, make this a brighter future for all. Amen. All for the patients. That's absolutely. right. Wrap it up. Well, man, speaking of Battle of the Bands, I'm not sure this who actually won this duel. This was a kumbaya. Perhaps, actually, we may put a little uh, a poll, figure fight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a little thumb war here. Um, we're going to put a poll on our Facebook see who, who Ooh, the clear winner was I here. I like that. But realistically, both of you were. That was You're awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we win so, anything? Oh, yeah. Yes, we both we'll get will to get you some sour Everyone's suspense is out on what they'll win. We'll hear after the show. But um, that about does it. We want to remind everyone to check out our website, check out our Facebook, Instagram. We also have a phone number. You can reach us if you have any questions, topics you want to hear about, uh, stories you want us to tell, 920-350-8622. And of course, huge shout out to our sponsors, Valley Contacts, not, of course, not only for their amazing lenses and technology they make, but also the great people they are to work with. And be sure to tune in and listen to our next episode. But until then, try not to blink. <laughs>